he's trying to track me down to send me those gift cards, bro. Send them, man. Uh, we are back. Myself, Drew, with Mike. What's happening? Maddie. How you doing, everybody? And we are sans Uncle Matt for the evening. He's uh, out having fun. Can't can't be with us this evening, and that's all right. How's everybody's yeah. week and a half been? See, Two weeks since if, the last time we got together. If you see Uncle Matt, take care. Uh, throw a tarp over him and just let him sleep where he's at. <laughs> and give him a bottle of water. Yeah, I'm good, man. It's been a good week. I uh, played a volleyball tournament this weekend, and it almost fuck killed me. We played from 6 p.m. to 1 a.m. It was 103. What? It was 103 when we started. We won like eight games in a row, and then I ran out of energy and pretty much lost it for our squad. That was awful. It was bad. That's, I played a, that's a lot of volleyballing. For a 35-year-old, yeah. It was a 35-year-old fat guy. It was rough. It was real rough. And in the sand? Right? Uh-huh. That's a... So we, we won every game we won. We won the first eight games. We won the closest we got. Someone got 21-14 to us. And then the last game, we should have won, but I couldn't move my feet. I was like, oh, buddy. Had enough. I was like, I was swinging one-handed into his awful. <laughs> you can't sidearm in volleyball. <laughs> it doesn't work. How many t- How many people are on your team? Uh, this was fours, so it was four on four. That's not bad. I play I play fours and threes. Um, there was like there was 68 people in this tournament. Um, like teams or just no, people? No, people split four ways, so there was... Like 17 teams. So is it just randomly assigned you're on this team? Yeah, it's called a blind draw. Put all 67 people in a hat, draw their names out one at a time, and then make teams, and then they make bracket play, and then they made a tournament out of the how you did in the bracket. So you don't know who you're playing with, really? Well, I got lucky as hell. Uh, I know a lot of the people that are up there, but I got lucky, and the guy that plays on my threes team who – maybe the best volleyball player up there um, ended up on my squad so that helped a lot having somebody yeah. that I knew how to play with having an ace yeah he's a bad he's fucking good oh, man but you bro your weekend week me um, I mean I didn't really do much uh, kids went back to school today first day back um, they were excited about that I think last week I really don't think we did much it's been one of those weeks where it's it was kind of getting ready for back to school kind of deal um but yeah i mean not a whole lot besides the kids getting ready to go back to school which was exciting honestly um and then emily goes back to work because she's she uh she's a teacher yeah teaches up there and um she excited to get back yes and no ish you know when you're off, I think that's what's weird is being off work for like two and a half, three months, and then, and then being like, "Oh my god, I actually have straight to go back, back into the grind." You know, that's kind of like that would kind of, I don't know if I'd like that very much. Oh yeah, dude, I, I get, I have trouble going back to work after a, a weekend. <laughs> uh, yeah, after a weekend, I couldn't imagine having a three month break and then being like, "Tomorrow I have to what?" Like, no. I got to be at school at 6.30 in the morning. Yeah, it's not... I've been waking up at 9.30 every day. Not something I would want to do, but... No, no. Although, this, you know, those three months off are probably pretty sweet, too. I would... That would be badass. Yeah, I mean, it's middle of summer. It's, it's a good gig to have. I uh, was in Minneapolis most of last week, or tail end of last week, Thursday through Sunday, taking care of the twins. Not the twins, the Indians at the twins. So uh, the Twindians. Twindians. I was getting confused. I don't know why. Like, I'll be working on something, and my dad's like, "Hey, you got the thing ready? The menu's ready?" I'm like, "Yeah, the twins." And I don't take care of the twins anymore. <laughs> I just every time it's something for Minneapolis, I just automatically say twins. Right. You know, it's I just, get all sorts of shit like that in my head that I. I just I know what I'm I'm talking yeah. about, but it comes out wrong and just confuses the shit out of everybody else. So uh, it just is what it is. But uh, it's really cool. It's a four game series, and going into it, the Twins were two games back in the division to Minnesota, and the first two games, 
Cleveland wins, so it's a big deal in Minneapolis. Like, oh my God, I can't believe, you know, one, Cleveland's the hottest team in baseball since the break. Right. Minnesota's cooled off a little bit, but I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, okay, I need Cleveland to be the wild card team and New York to be number one overall, so they, like, or number two. So Houston's one, Yankees are two, so no one's playing each huh. other. Like, are you saying that? Oh, for me, for business for, wise, for business, I was like, I don't, want, I don't want the Indians and the Yankees to play each other in the first round because then one of them's out. One of them's out, which is great, but you lose one. I lose one of the teams versus I can take care of them both the first round, and then let the cards fall after that. Yeah. So it was one of those things, sense. but. I'll tell you what, the weather was beautiful. It didn't break like 78 degrees during the day. It was it was cold at night. It was like in the 60s. I was like, so where was this again? Life. Minneapolis? Minneapolis. Oh, I just go there for I was, a while. Oh, it was, the weather was beautiful at this time of year. I don't want to live there November through March. Yeah. <laughs> no. But right now, summertime, oh, it was beautiful. It was beautiful up there. And the people are cool. I stay downtown, so... You know, everywhere I kind of hop around when I, I venture out, everyone's really nice. And I've gotten to meet a lot of the managers or the ownership groups of the different restaurants that we use. So I can kind of bop around, go see everybody. And, you know, they have any cool and, food up there? Anything different? Um, no, I will say it's like, at least downtown wise, there's not really your chain stuff. It's all local places that have been there for 40 or 50 years. So, you got your steakhouses and then you're just you got your pubs that are, are great that have been down there in Minneapolis so it's kind of you got your local institutions and I, I compare it to Oklahoma City too fucking big as far as they have such a plethora of local places like Jesus we do Jesus with the plethora? Yeah. Um, I've heard that. so it's really cool to go around and just have local food and a lot of it yeah it, it is what it is, but like I went to one place that's known for chicken wings. Yeah, they were good. Not the best I've ever had, but they were good. There's pizza places that I've are heard their really food good. in Minneapolis is just great. Don't they have too. something though, like cheese curds or like something? That's like, it's like Wisconsin. Right? Yeah. yeah, like I mean, they they are there on some of the menus sure. being being in the region, but um, I don't think that there's anything that's truly. Minneapolis. Yeah, they're and, a hodgepodge. Yeah, they're a melting pot. <laughs> so, but no, it was great. I get to go back up again in three, three weeks back up there. And um, in the meantime, I get to go to Colorado in a couple of weeks again. For a quick, it's always fun. Quick in and out. The Red Sox are there for a two-game stint. So um, I fly in Tuesday morning and I leave Wednesday night. Just in and out. Denver Diner, man. Oh, I, I don't know if I can do that again. That oh, man, I, I would never. I don't know if I can go there without you guys again. Oh, dude, it was so ridiculous. Like, <laughs> ugh, that's one of my favorite stories. Like that, it like, is. It is a good story. Or one of my favorite experiences that I had with you guys on that trip. Ugh. Like, out of all the stuff we did, it was the easily the silliest and goofiest and. It was just fun. Shouldn't have been driving. <laughs> well, you weren't. No, you drove home. Or to the hotel. back. And it seat. wasn't like I was impaired. I just couldn't quit laughing. Like Oh, you were yelling at me in the backseat. Like, I quit laughing. <laughs> and then all that's doing is making me laugh uh, harder. <laughs> it was... It was... A, it was a sickness. I was like, I have to quit. I can't breathe. I can't see. I was like, what are we, 23 Stop. miles from home? I can't, it was a ways, yeah. We were like heart of downtown Denver. And yeah. we were, what, where did we stay in? Uh, not Stapleton. We were uh, like northwest. North of Stapleton. That's where I stay when I go, usually. Oh, really? Well, we were in like Win, West White Winchester. Thorn or West, Westminster? Yeah, Westminster. Westminster, that's what it was. yeah. Because then we went to Thornton, Colorado, to that one bar that was kind of a shithole. And I was like, can we go? You guys remember that? 
Yeah, it, they had like a pool table, and it was yeah, just and then, like a. And then we oh went, yeah, we went, out, we went out back on the patio. Or it whatever. was like an old, like a house. Yeah, we were in like the back room. In like a neighborhood. It was like in a neighborhood. Well, we were so fucking exhausted, and we were all trying to drink. <laughs> it was like I don't yeah. even. Can we like let's just to. go back and go to sleep? Craig was wearing his fucking fake <laughs> tattoo <laughs> sleeves out. I was like, oh, cold. He's like, these are badass. Yeah, they are. His Daniel Boone hat. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> lived that trip up. It was fun. Yeah, it was that, a good trip. That was one of my favorite trips. So, hopefully, we can come close or have a different, similar, experience. different experience. It'll definitely yeah. be a different experience, but an equally good time uh, when we go down to uh, Dallas for the NASCAR race first weekend in November. So. Uh, I think me and Matt have been the only ones to go to a race. Is that right? I've been to... I went to uh, <coughs> the Trim Spa 500. That's with, right. Yeah, you talked in, about uh, Anna Nicole Smith. Anna Nicole Smith in uh, Colorado what? Springs with my dad. What? I was trying to think. What, co- what track is that? Like, what, do you well, know what I it's called? Remember. Uh, I don't remember. It's not huge. But it was... I mean, there were 40,000 people there. It was cool. Do you, I looked up the Dallas track. Do you know what the capacity is? It's something ridiculous, like 148,000 or something stupid. 180,000 yeah, people. Nuts. I was like, <laughs> what? Thankfully, I'm an asshole. So when I bought our tickets, we were sitting first row at turn four. And our row at the front consists of six seats. Well, all six seats were available. So I went and I bought the four seats in the middle so each end seat is available no one's buying one seat and one seat probably not but if they so do it gives us a weird yeah be super hardcore fans that <laughs> by sitting <laughs> in there by themselves that's it they're like oh there's an aisle seat left by myself <laughs> perfect Park flew from hartford connecticut couldn't believe there was one that, seat left that would be weird i agree but i <laughs> doubt i doubt of 180,000 seats. That's that one of those tickets, though, that they'll price drop probably for 10 bucks. They're like, already only $50. I yeah, bet. but that's what I mean. They'll drop it to like 10 bucks or something. The kid's like, seats are $10. So if you're bringing a kid in, so like all our seats on that one were 10 bucks or 50 bucks, whatever. Why if we're bringing you just a kid buy in, one adult and three kids? Because seats? we're not bringing, I'm not bringing a child in. I mean, I'll be drooling on myself. I won't be able to talk it. Full grown capacity. It has to be, I think there's a restriction. It says like twelve <coughs> or under or something like that. Like, if you have facial hair, you're you don't qualify. <laughs> I'll shave. <laughs> That's uh. I'll go hire Gilbert. <laughs> <laughs> it's discrimination. Um, yeah, fun. that'll be a good trip. I mean, other than that. I don't know if he's gonna rent us an RV because we're gonna fuck that thing. Yeah, up. if anyone's got an RV that wants to. Let us rent it for the weekend. Right after or, I said we're gonna fuck it up. I'm not gonna fuck it up. He's gonna destroy the toilet. Is what's gonna happen. Will. But gotta, if you're that, using the toilet, you gotta walk to the to the shower to the stalls. <laughs> they have like actual shower booths. Wait, like, you want me to shit in the shower? Is that what well, you're no, saying? they they have like <laughs> bathroom. You know when you go camping, yeah, they have. The, I know. I the bathroom in there if I can move. That thing should be last resort. We all have to. <laughs> I gotta up. go. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna probably poop in the RV. It's, it's just gonna happen. So, accept it. That's, uh, what, that's what that's what the tanks for. Like, yeah, Blackwater, bro. Yeah. Oh, Blackwater. Paying for yeah. it, might as well use it. You're gonna be the one to dump it then. <laughs> no, it's included in the. Some of them. We're well, still gonna gotta take a piss in there or something. Like, yeah, it's gonna yeah. have to get dumped anyway. If you shit in it, you dump it. <laughs> It's written in the contract. <laughs> look at no. Sometimes look it at is. this thing. Look, random. Looks like a someone burning with a like a car lighter. I don't know where it is. You're going to hell. See that thing? Yeah, it's probably like a ringworm or something. <laughs> something I like ringworm. Uh, what do we have on the list for well, tonight? I'm gonna go out of orders because I want to talk about it for like five minutes. Um, was the baseball netting at a few of the ballparks so uh, at the all-star break the White Sox and the Nationals installed netting that ran down the third baseline the first baseline all the way down to the foul pole to help protect 
any errant balls going over there. And then the Astros announced, I think, over the past week that they'll have theirs installed, I think, by the end of the month or within the next week, something like that. Yeah. So, um, so how ticket, do you, how do ticket you think... sales will drop on the third and first baseline? <laughs> well, I mean, that's, that's, what, that's what I was going to ask you. That's is, what it is. is. What do you guys think that – how does it change the game, one, for the players, but, but most importantly, how does that change the game from a fan or spectator – point of view that does it impact you knowing eh, I don't have to pay attention now or is that part of the game that I know if I sit on the first or third baseline at a certain point I have to pay attention my my thing is like if that if I'm bringing a kid then I'm going to probably want to sit in one of those sections just because I know there's a good chance of a foul ball um, if the case of if, if there's a case of like they don't have nets, then when you check in with your ticket or whatever, you, if you're in that spot, you should go to another window and sign a waiver if it's a big deal. I mean, you know, um, you know, just so they're not liable or whatever. You know, if that's well, if that's what on the they're back of the ticket. Well, yeah, but if, if that's what they're not, if that's what they're worried about, you know, being liable for a lawsuit because somebody gets hit in the face with the ball, then you know, so be it. But I, you know, I mean, it doesn't, to me, it doesn't make any difference because, I mean, I don't think. I mean, my deal is I've, I've watched a thousand baseball games in my life. Mm-hmm. I've been to a hundred baseball games in my life. Maybe once live while watching, I've seen someone take one like. To the face. You should like, have been paying directly attention. Directly to the face. It doesn't happen that often. Now, like, yeah, it's awful. Like when a little kid takes a liner. Yeah. That's terrible. But there's a little part bit of, of doing it. Yeah, there's a little bit of liability on the parent there. You gotta be watching for your kid. If you're gonna bring your kid and put him on the third baseline, right? Then... Pay pay attention. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I guess it just is one of those things. Like, it doesn't affect the viewing quality at, at all, really. No, I mean, in no. I don't know. Like people sit, by, people still play pay premium to sit behind. Home plate, and that there's but you're closer to the players and the action, right? Right. Versus if you you're out on either baseline, right? That you potentially have an opportunity to catch a live ball that went foul, which I think would be the majority of people like, hey, cool, like we got a chance to get a piece of the action because if you go to a football game. I don't think you get to keep the football. Right? <laughs> I don't even. No, if, I don't think so. I think if, if, if you somebody jumps game, up and gives a fan the ball, I think you get to keep yeah, it. Yeah, but not like if you catch a not if you catch a field goal or something. Yeah, they're coming to like give it back. Yeah, totally. like an NBA game, you're not going to keep it. No. In an NHL game, you can keep the puck, but there's so much netting around yeah, the the, the rink that over. Yeah, you're not glass. very rarely getting a puck in an NHL game anymore. Well, I think so. Matt's. I think that. My situation is if they're putting it up and selling it as we care about our fans, that's a lie. You care about getting sued and you could just as easily take yourself out of that position by having a button you click online that well, signs a waiver I, of liability. I thought, I thought of that initially, but with all the resale of tickets, you know what I mean? Like, yes, the original buyer could do that. But then when he goes and resells it, then the next guy. So you, but I, I mean, think all those liability shits are on the back on of the, the ticket. T- yeah, so if you put it on the ticket itself, like Drew said, and it's on the ticket, no matter what, even if you don't read it, yeah, it's just it's like anything there. else. It's there. Right. Sorry. Yeah. You purchase the ticket, says it here, you know, right. I mean, that's it. But I don't good, know. Good luck at the dinner. I don't, I don't think it affects the players really at all, at least – other than it gives them a peace of mind, especially some of these guys, you know, I forget what his name was from the Cubs that blast that little kid. Yeah, and I think it was part was a his I don't think it was a ball, it was his bat or piece of I his bat. I think the bat, I think he'd let go of the bat. Yeah, so I mean you know, I I think it'll give the players peace of mind, like, hey, I can go after the ball a little bit more. Or, it's part of the thing though, is like if you're sitting down there you know that you need to expect that. I mean Yeah. Unless you're just some random tourist or something that's like out of the country and going to a baseball game and buys a ticket down there but you know one I mean? time in my one time in my life actually playing in a game a kid right handed kid 
way behind on a fastball, put one back into his own dugout down the first baseline. And there was a kid leaning up, sitting on the edge of the dugout with his head like kind of poked around the edge of the just dugout. Just past the rail. Yeah, right? just past the rail. And he was like throwing dirt water or something. Ball <laughs> hit him right in the side of the face, just dropped him right. I mean, just yeah. out. I was like, well, Jesus. That was I mean, a, that's the thing that too. Was I mean, it was the dug- to watch. I'd say they're watching. I don't, I, don't, I don't know a dugout that's enclosed, more or less. That every dugout's in place. So I know it doesn't happen very often watching baseball as much as I do, but it does happen where yeah, they have to get out. You're gonna of the get way. a straight ball, like get the fuck out the way. Yeah, so. they're always paying attention. That's the difference. I mean, yeah, you got time to move. So no. not that big. Um, fantasy football is around the corner. It is. Fantasy football. Ready to take me an offensive lineman. That's what I need. <laughs> Probably. I mean, they, you won the they, league last year. I, I they won the league last touchdowns year. Sometimes, sometimes I'm not giving ball. you guys any advice. You I, got you got lucky and beat me last year. Got lucky and beat you, huh? That's, that's, what, that's <laughs> what they all say. Sorry we have this Niners helmet in here. Right. Wants a, it is weird having that up there. Yeah. But it's for sale if anybody wants it. Anybody wants a kid on it. It's shipping out tomorrow for 150 bucks. 151 takes it right now. Um, yeah, fantasy football, man. I I forget about it every year, but um, I love it. I love I love the draft. I love the the hype of it. I love the being able to have something to talk shit about since most of my teams <laughs> have been garbage the last. 10 years of my life. So. Matt, you uh, you still leaning toward uh, taking Dak number one overall? Uh, I, w- I mean, I literally... No way. Are you kidding me? I I would literally not put him on my team. Like, just wouldn't... He could be my backup. No, I wouldn't even draft him as my backup. Oh, God. Pick him up off the waiver wire. I wouldn't even do that. <laughs> There's other players that'll be there. <laughs> Where I don't have to. I'd rather to. play Mason Crosby. <laughs> I'm literally going to be, I guarantee, probably all season long, will be zero Dallas Cowboy players on my team. That's ridiculous. Get the hell out of here. I'm serious. Like, so, I'm not going to draft Zeke because you don't know what the hell he's going to do. Cooper, he's not going to twist off in the middle of the season. He's going to sign his contract. Okay, fine. Don't take him. I'll take it. Uh, you go for it. I wouldn't touch him. He could he's lay, great. He could, he could lay Vion Bell and see that. He's not going to. He's, okay. no, don't he's, touch him, then I'll take him. That's but, fine. I mean, you can get him in the last The round. only Sweet. person or players that I would probably pick up is, like, if he wasn't playing one of their backup running backs. You're not touching Amari Cooper? I, I, ta- th- I take Cooper. I don't think. I mean, just with the inconsistency at quarterback that they have. I think, I think Cooper is a top 10 receiver. It could be. It's all right. I'll draft. I'll draft the fucking starting offense for Dallas and just sit back and watch. I just <laughs> it's, probably, it's probably. It's probably. I told you, Mario Cooper's a top ten receiver. I'm not. Do, like, I, yeah, I got you. So I don't you know. go like, you go like Zeke. What 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 position is he? Who? Mike in the draft. Third. You're third. So go Zeke three. Not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> not doing it. Go, I'll go Zeke. Go Zeke three. Third pick of the fourth pick round, up, fifth pick round. Pick up Cooper on the way back. Yeah, I could do that. And then Dak, you should be able to get by the third, third round. Third round? I'll be sick, man. Yeah, you... Oh, and then Jason Winton this year. Yeah, yeah did I get him sixth round. You can probably, probably get Michael Gallup in the fifth or sixth. Fox take the... Eh, I'll probably take Dallas's defense in the sixth. <laughs> uh, I mean, they've got good players. I think it's just... It's becoming... A weird situation there. Like Dak doesn't want to sign his contract. He's asking for forty million dollars. I know he's dumb. <laughs> the, he when they offered him thirty, that was really good for him. I think yeah. thirty million a year, right? Is what it was. Yeah, I mean it's just becoming like an unstable environment. Just, you yeah, know, it is uncomfortable. Like if you've got two of your top players saying we don't want this or we're not doing this, it just it fucks the whole thing up. Yeah, you know. I mean, I can completely agree. It doesn't matter who or what team it is when you've got people doing that kind of stuff. It just, yeah, it's unsettling for everybody else in the locker room. And it's uncomfortable, comfortable for them to know how much more money means than playing on the squad. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I feel it. I feel it. 
They, they could have both went out there and showed out this year and then went and got their contracts next year. Because they're going to have to get paid one way or the other. It just it sucks. It just sucks to have to be a fan of one of the teams because you could watch them all act like... Well, but that's why we play children. fantasy football, so we could be fans of all of the teams. Every team. Players. Fans of players. Who do you guys think is one of the most overrated players as far as fantasy football goes? Going in this year... I think Baker Mayfield is going to be extremely overrated and drafted too high. That's my thought. People are going to take him because they love him, and they're going to run the shit out of the ball. And Baker sets himself up with his energy level to to put up weird numbers. I mean, Mm -hmm. he'll put up the touchdowns, but he's going to have... A 170-yard passing game with a touchdown and two picks. Yep, two picks and a fumble lost. Like, oh, dude. And, guy, and, and 80 rushing yards, but yeah. it's not going to be just a consistent... Those are great fantasy numbers either way. Yeah, but then he'll come back one week and have three picks and 120 yards passing, and Nick Chubb's going to have don't. three, three t- Dude, he's not... He's not the athlete. I, I don't disagree other. with you saying that he's overrated. I'm disagreeing with projections you're throwing out. Uh, I'm just saying he's, he's not Cam a, proto- Newton. He's not a like prototypical Cam quarterback Newton. that's going to put up those He's going to have games where he scores numbers. four points and games where he scores 40, 40. points. Yeah. And that's, that's just what I, it is. I agree. So he'll be like up there, but then you'll have that game where he scores four and it loses that so week. Think he's, he's the most overrated oh, overall? Or? I think, you know, I think for what people think that he's going to do, I think he's probably the most overrated. I mean, I don't. I can't think of anybody else that's just not. We kind of know what everybody else does. Yeah. You know, unless it's a rookie, but you can't ever count on them anyway. What about? What do you guys think about like uh, Kyler Murray? Or... I mean, you can't ever count a rookie in f- fantasy football. I don't. I mean, nobody's really hyping Kyler Murray for his stat projections. He's gonna have some some pretty sick games. He's gonna have some big numbers. I mean, I think Saquon may be a little bit overrated for this year. Their offensive because line they is have nothing. so So, bad. let me read you ESPN's top 10 rankings. And you tell me which one you think is going to fail. You want me to tell you which one out of the 10? Or, or yeah, which one out of the 10 you think has no chance of being a top 10 fantasy player? Okay, 10, Julio Jones. Nine, Michael Thomas with New Orleans. He's a lock. Eight is DeAndre Hopkins. Seven, Devontae Adams. Six, Le'Veon Bell. Five, David Johnson. Four, Zeke. Three, Kamara. Two, Christian McCaffrey. And number one, Saquon. Is David Johnson still in Arizona? Yeah, that's the one, the first one that popped into my head was David Johnson. Yeah. I mean, obviously Zeke, if he doesn't play, that's that's not even fair though. But David even if Johnson, even I think my thing is like even if Saquon doesn't have a great year, he's still in the top ten. Yeah, uh, he's you know he's an mean, absolute phenom. Um, David Johnson just is still unproven. That's after what I'm that saying, injury. dude. The, and, well, they got Kingsbury. David Johnson can catch the ball out of the backfield. He could be Murray's safety blanket. He just didn't do it again last year after, you know, coming back. I think it was a weird year. There was another first-year head coach last year. Another first-year quarterback. Same thing as this year. I mean, it's, yeah. the, same, it's the same exact setup They've as got last their, year. Did you say Alan Kamara and Michael Thomas were both in the top ten? Yes. Ooh. It's the well, New Orleans. Remember, Ingram, yeah. Ingram left. Ingram went to Baltimore. So, Kamara is kind of the going to be an every-down back, more or less. Yeah. So... Um, if it was me, I'd say Le'Veon. He's coming off of a year. He didn't play. He's in a new system, new coach, new team. Who knows what's going to happen with the Jets? Now, it could prove very well that Sam Darnold uses him like Roethlisberger did on those second Dump and long, offs. third and long. He's a, he's a check down guy. I just, dude, I just feel like the guy's going to be rested. And healthy, and he is a. He'll be. I think he's going to be top player, three or four. I, I mean, think he plays. Uh, they're gonna. Yeah. Well, they're gonna do, like you said, what Pittsburgh did, and they're gonna just work the shit out of him this year. I guarantee it. They're gonna like 
run the shit out of them and check down all day long because they still got Darnold learning. They don't have any receivers. No, they don't. I, I mean, that's, I think that's a bit their biggest. That's the biggest mistake they made this last offseason is they didn't pick up any kind of legitimate receiver for them. They've got a talented quarterback and a great running back, and they've fucked up by not grabbing anybody to put around him. Somebody half decent. Yeah. That's so, it's so nuts to me with the talent that's out there that these squads can still not have a big name, a, a, a big number one. Like, well, there's, there's not that many to go around, you know? So it's yes, there's, yes there's 32 teams. But yeah, but, there, there's a lot of teams that have two, you know? Well, you, I, okay, Cleveland comes to mind. They got Odell and Landry. I mean, St. Louis, or uh, New Orleans has two, for sure. Who? Michael Thomas and... Um, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, there's better than... It's hard to find a team that's got two. There's a lot that had better than what the Jets have. I mean, not saying that they want I mean, to give them up. Rough. I mean, like, Houston has Will Fuller, DeAndre if Hopkins. He's health, if he's healthy. And... Um, the other kid that they drafted is pretty good. Um, you've got. Who's uh, in. Uh, Minnesota's good. I mean, Stefan Stephon Diggs and Thielen. Oh, Minnesota? Yeah. yeah. The Rams have. Who's that? They have Cooper Cup and. Uh, Robert Woods. Robert Woods. That's a pretty solid connection. I know Cooper Cup can't really be a number one, but he's a stud. I mean. I mean he got hurt last year, too, so. Yeah, he fucking beat the shit out of Cowboys by himself. I mean, there's a few teams where you. I mean, there's people out there, and there's other. You know, there's options like Bengals. You know, AJ Green, yeah, Tyler. It's just Boyd. one of those things that there's a plethora of wide receivers. God. But it's which one's gonna hit most consistently in just, fantasy football? That just makes you think, man. Like those, anybody on any of those rosters is the best of the best to have ever played football, and it's very rare for one of them to stand out. Like mm-hmm. any of them, you know how fucking good you have to be to be a standout in the NFL. There's, pro- there's more, there's more better corners out there than there are receivers. Yeah, probably, yeah. You know? Just that. Yeah. Straight athlete. Because it's it's the same position. You just don't have to catch the ball. And you don't have to be six, one. Yeah. You can be five nine and be a. That's the thing. Like great. It's the corner. same exact position, but you don't have to have good hands. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you <know>? That's it. <laughs> you don't have to have that extra skill. How do you feel about your boy James Washington moving up the ranks at uh, Pittsburgh? They have four catches, 80 yards, and touchdowns, something like that. Four catches, 88 yards. Kid's going to be good. He's just a he's a non-prototypical rising star on the NFL. He's not a burner. He's not the sharpest route runner in the world. But he's got a knack to go get the ball. Um, he's a big body, and he's he's smart, man. He's a smart kid. So he, uh, I think he's gonna do really well. I'm excited to watch him. Just sitting here talking about all that, thinking about that. Like, what if the Jets went after Des Bryant? He's still got a little bit of juice left, Good. I'm sure. As yeah. long as his Achilles is fine, why the fuck not? Yeah. God, that's so weak that he blew his Achilles in out training first camp. Day. No, in practice. 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 Like week, week six or week eight or something like that. No, it was I like felt, a, I felt it was real bad. It was in preseason. No, he got signed after the season started last year. Yeah, I think that's right. It was like week six, mid, week eight. Midweek, like on a Wednesday. Because he, he practiced with them during their bye week and then got hurt like the Wednesday before the game started or something. Yeah. So it was, it was disappointing because I was looking forward to – for real, from the comeback, because he is a game changer. I, yeah, I think he's a pain in the ass, but he's a game changer. Leaving he's, Dallas probably would have helped him because I think they allow a lot of that. You yeah, know, just they enable it. Oh man, they which love, not they love that locker room cancer shit. But I'll tell you what, I'm a Raiders fan, and it's that's the same on, thing there. It's on fucking full display on Hard Knocks, and I feel bad because John Gruden's like, I was watching last night's episode, and John Gruden's like. Uh, anybody see my boy, Antonio, Antonio Brown? And I'm like, I, I want, I'm like, man, that's like depressing. But the other thing is, if I'm the head coach, or even if I'm the general manager, either way, Antonio, where the fuck are you, and what are you doing? I'm paying you all this money. 
Where are you? What's that's, going on? What are you doing? I understand. Worried about his feet. That's I understand. Hard. You don't want to play in one of these new helmets or whatever bullshit you're doing. Get your ass here. I don't care if your feet hurt. Sit on the fucking sideline yeah. and be in the meetings every day. Yeah, you still because you're part of the team. You still have to learn our offense, bro. Yeah, like you're cool that you're it's you're fast and you can catch a ball anywhere. Get your ass in here and be part of the team. Or don't, because so, I'll just fucking cut you. So this was, I mean, since we're on it, I'll go ahead and ask. It's going to be one of my questions. It was going to be one of my questions later. Do you think he legitimately has a personality disorder or some sort of mental disorder? For sure, like Brandon Marshall. Yeah, like legitimately like schizophrenia. Way worse than Brandon Marshall. Like, I mean, I think he literally may have like a anxiety issue or some sort of social disorder. Oh, that's Kevin Durant. Like, the dude is possibly, like, certifiable. Like, he could probably be a crazy person. I don't know. I don't know about crazy, but I could see, like, bipolar or, I don't want to say manic depressive, but definitely bipolar because you can't go from from here to here as quickly as he does. And the and, other thing. But it's like. Why? What are you doing? And there's no one that wants to keep him in line. Right. It didn't happen in Pittsburgh, but, and it's not happened again in Oakland. They're just going, hey, just show up on Sunday and help us win a game. Right. And that's not okay to me. That's that's kind of where I feel is that because they know some other team's just going to go, okay, I'll take it. Right. They have no, there's no consequences to any of their actions, and there never has been. So they don't have to deal with their decisions like a normal human. Like, hey, I messed up. I don't want to be embarrassed, so I'm just going to go hide from work for three weeks. Yeah, my, I, I fucked up my feet. I'll show up on Sunday, catch I'm two gonna touchdowns. Make, I'm going to make my helmet be an issue for three days or four days, whatever it was. That's not okay. Like, hey, you know what? You want to file a grievance and you don't want to practice because you can't practice because you want to wear your helmet? I'll give you a little leeway. But be here, be with the team, be in the meetings, and be a part of what we're doing cool your feet are fucked up let's get them healed and where they need to be I'm not asking you to go out and run with the first team I'm asking you just be here yeah be, just, a, be a presence dude stand in what on you're the sidelines just stand there or sit in a wheelchair yeah. whatever you gotta sit encourage in. the team be the team leader that we brought you in here to be yeah that we paid you 60 million dollars to do that's my expectation yeah at this point and if it was me if I was Gruden or Mayock or Davis, I'd be on his shit going, yeah. what are you doing? Right. That's not okay. Not here, yeah. They, they cut the kid from Last Chance U because he said he twisted his ankle or something. His ankle was bothering him. And he kind of just went, I'm done. I need to go see somebody instead of trying to tough through it a little bit and didn't do anything. Gruden's like, if he doesn't want to play, we'll find somebody else that will. And... Cut his ass. But then you're letting Antonio skip half of a week or a it's week of practice it always... for for bullshit. Yeah. And it's like, I understand the difference in the production and, and everything. But to me, that's not okay. Treat it all the same. They're You're part of a team. I used to, it's a different scale, but I used to hate like like the the guys that would play both sides of the ball or that would, you know, that were in the skill positions, you know, the receivers and the tailbacks Monday after a game on Saturday or a game on Friday, they wouldn't, you know, they'd go helmet and shoulder pads or helmet and shorts and everybody else full pads. It's like, why? Like you're preserving them? They're high school kids. Like I, I, I'm on the same field as them. I get, I get to see this. It made me feel like, I mean, it's, it's just not fair to treat people higher than the rest of the team it, it gives it it's no longer it's it. no longer a team at that point it's yeah for real players it's, you guys are the you guys are the rest these guys are the ones that get it done like, yeah I mean it, it shouldn't change in my perspective I don't care how much you make or what your position is anything you know go out there and perform just like the other guys right they're, if they're putting in 100% that's my expectation across the board and there's I mean there's owners and GMs and uh you know, head coaches out there that will do that, you know, I'm sure. Yeah. But, you know, there's a handful that of the teams like the Raiders, the Cowboys, the 
Steelers let it go on for a long time. They just they thrive you know, on the dysfunction. Well, I don't even know that, but they just they feel like we just want to win, and we feel like this is what's going to help us win. But in the long run, I mean, obviously it's not working. Right. You yeah. know, you have to. I mean, that shit doesn't go on in New England. No, it shit doesn't. I happen. guarantee in New England, he would have been gone already. Oh yeah. God. They, Brown they, they would have been out the door. Well, you longer. saw what they did. Who's who, the running back? Who they shipped him out to Cleveland or whatever? Yeah, the, um, the receiver. Who was that? It was a tailback. Uh, no, it was a quarterback that they're trying to convert to. No, it was like a it was like a top receiver or run. Oh, uh, it was the tailback. It was uh, talking about last year. Yeah, it was like last year or the year before. He was like. He traded him to Cleveland for like a sixth round pick or something. Yeah, shit. it was like you're gone. He was or was it that linebacker? It was a linebacker. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was mid season that happened. God, who was that? I dude? can't remember, but yeah, I mean, like he started stirring a little shit, and Belichick <laughs> he was, was like, like yeah, no, you're, "You're going right to now. the Browns. <laughs> you're now yeah, at the bottom." I, of them. <laughs> I remember. I think it was two years ago. Maybe it was last year. The other way they were winless at the point, and it was so you went from like a ten and zero team to a zero and ten team. Lost the Super Bowl. Yeah. I know who you're talking about. I don't remember his name. So if anybody remembers, shoot us a message. It was a. It was like a good player too. It wasn't just yeah, I know you know some average I know Joe. Wichita, I can't think of who it was. And he but. was just yeah. He just was like nope. We're not doing this here. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. But that's one of the things. Like, I mean, they cut Randy Moss at one point, and it's like he had he had one of his career years that year. I think it was a year that they lost the Super Bowl to the Giants, uh, the first time, and it's like oh shit. Like, Okay, <laughs> they don't they don't screw around and, and maybe that's part of the longevity of being successful is everyone's on the same page all the time and they don't put up with stuff. Yeah, and there's one boss, there's one leader, right? You know, well, I think it's it's top down, you know, as far as the pecking order, but everybody is on the same page about everything all the time, and I think that's where things get mucked up on different teams. Is you've got an owner that wants to do Dan Snyder with the Redskins, and then you've got random ass GMs like in with the Jets, and then you get coaches that are coaches slash GMs or something, or the coaches get to make personnel moves instead of the GM, and it's just the structure in New England is successful the way it's run, and the people that are in the positions, and those are two things that have to mesh extremely well, but. You can't have the constant no, disruption, those, those disruptions or unclear status of who's doing what. It was Jamie Collins was his name. Was that it? Traded him, I think so, October, late 2016, traded him for a fourth-round pick. Yep. He was their starting middle linebacker. see <laughs> 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 And they still went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Find somebody else. <laughs> next, next man up. Next man up. So, um, well, what do you have for us? Um, well, I had that. Yes, I guess that first one was that Antonio questions. Brown question. Um, My poor, poor Raiders. If we go six and ten this year, I'll be. That enthralled. rookie you guys have too. That was it, John Abrams or something? Just mouthy and like talking back to all the, gotta the watch, safety. I gotta yeah. watch Hard Knocks. I was good. watching it last night and I was like, he's good. That guy needs to watch it. Like he was like, <laughs> just running his mouth. Oh, dude. No. Oh, he he talks nonstop. He's a talker. But they I showed a few times shit. he's on the on the field. He he's talking, but telling everybody we're, like as a rookie and being a leader. I think he came out of Clemson. Off the top that, of that was the defensive. Oh, end. that's right. Uh, I don't remember where he way, came out of, but he's definitely going to be a defensive leader already as a rookie. He's dumb though, like just dumb as a box of rocks. <laughs> Half these guys are fucking dumb. Jared Goff, when they did I mean, hard knocks, didn't know where the sun fucking rose from. Yeah. East or west, he's like, oh. But I mean, like just like, letting, like watching him. A bunch of box of rocks until you get him inside the those sidelines. You get him inside, it clicks. And they go. Yeah, but I mean, there's like a difference. Like when Charles Woodson walked over and talked to him, I was like, "Don't get there! Don't get there!" No, I mean, like, these guys are kids that that. Yes, they went to college. They didn't go. To, they they played college football. They didn't go to college. Most of them. 
There's, so, a, I mean, there's a difference though in like bright and athletic and athletic. Oh, like oh, for well, sure. Wait, I played with a lot of uh, only athletic well, like, people. He gets all over Derek Carr shit, and he's only Derek, athletic. And Derek Carr will like twenty four. Where you at two four? He'll take it, but he runs his mouth a lot. Too he much. Just talks and talks and talks. It, I find it funny, but I would find it super annoying if I was his teammate. Like, shut the fuck. Yeah, up. you gotta <laughs> shut up. You're talking while they're snapping the ball, bro. Like, no, yeah, like Gruden was like telling him that, and he was just like, "But well, I'm doing this going, and this." I don't because he's going full speed. Like, just stop, dude. He's going like, full speed without pads, and like ended up knocking people over. And Gruden's like, "You can't do that shit." I appreciate it. But not, not here, not now. He's like, but that's what you pay me to do. And he's like, no, that's not, not to, what we... Not to our we're team. We're walking through this, yeah. sir. He's like, but that's not why I'm here. I, I ain't trying to do that. I'm like, he just kept going. I'm like, I'm like I would have thrown him out. I would have thrown him in the locker room right there. No, but it, Hard Knocks has been good. and it, What always ends up happening, I feel, will happen again this year. And I especially have to remove myself, being a Raider fan, is... Don't draft guys because I get to see them no, close I'm, and personal on the TV. Not a chance. Because I did that a few years ago, like twice in the past, and it's bit me in the ass. Oh, I took Jameis Winston two years ago. Jameis Winston. Like, I, it was like that didn't work out. Uh, when the Falcons were on, Tampa Bay was on, and I want to say like Houston, like the like consecutive years, and it didn't go well. Last year, I took a step back with Cleveland because I was like, that's going to be a dumpster fire to begin with. So. Yeah. Um, um, all right, so fun. All right, so let's get to curious questions. So I've got there's three left. <laughs> Antonio Brown being a, a, a head case was already covered. So I'm going to ask the first one, and we'll come back to it third, so you have a chance to think about it. Um, if you could hypothetically, um, you know, all things having been equal you get to keep your children and your wife um somebody in mainstream culture who would you pick that lifestyle of like either a athlete a whatever a politician a human a, a, just a actor something like that i don't know um but anyway we'll come back to that when you guys have an answer um so i was talking to uh a guy at uh Volleyball. And we were trying to quantify what defines a sport. What in your head defines a sport? You know how we're growing up. The cheerleaders were always saying, "Cheerleading is a sport." You say, "No, you're not. No, it's not." Well, then you do it. If if you're an athlete, this isn't a sport. You go do it. Where's the line drawn? Is darts a sport because it's a competition against another person and you're doing something physical or is it I mean what do you consider it if I it's think not, it's a sport if it it's a on hobby? the Ocho I mean is what? it like what is it if it's not a sport is it a hobby or is right. it right yeah I mean is it a hobby is it just a activity is it a competition what is the definition of sport I guess that's a good place to start uh, I mean well alright I jokingly just brought up the Ocho on ESPN when they do it once a year but like I'll use this as an example that we all play Golden Tee here they they televised the Golden Tee National Championships from Vegas it wasn't live it was a rerun but they did played it on too. ESPN no yeah I but I was just saying <laughs> on ESPN it was played you know for 30 you know they condensed it down to 30 minutes I mean would that be a sport it's something that you you practice. So, so the definition here is an activity involving physical exertion and skill in which an individual or team competes against another or others for entertainment. Then any of those things would be sports. Right. right? Yeah. Because you're practicing, right? To get better and better and better. So you're, you're doing right. it physically. Right? You're not just staring at the wall. I don't. I mean, I don't get why people would say, "Well, it's not a sport." Like, they just want to have a conversation, and be an asshole. If that's the case, then you need to call what you're doing something else. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, because I mean, somebody it stemmed from somebody being up there. Um, they showed up in like jeans and tennis shoes. We're like, you just out here to drink, and they're like, "Yeah, I play real sports." And it was like, okay, 
Well, we're gonna, we're not even gonna talk about it because you get run. You were they participating here. in the volleyball tournament? No, or no. was it volleyball? Or? Yeah, they, they, that's what we were saying. Like, why'd you wear that out here? So you're not gonna. So play. this person showed up wearing jeans and a t-shirt. Or? They showed up wearing jeans and pants, like jeans and shoes, just to drink. And we're like, are you gonna come out and play? And they're like, no, we're not, I'm not playing volleyball. I play real sports. So they just like, showed up to be an asshole. Yeah, they were watching somebody else, and we knew who they were. We're like, are you not playing? And they were like, no, volleyball's not a sport. We play, we, I just play real sports. So that's when we got the conversation. Yeah, we we'll quantify as being, Yeah, I think the definition right there. There's probably is, other ways to define what people think are a sport. Like, right. You know, like an athletic, you know, event or, you know, there's other, there's some other word that you could use than say that's not a sport. Yeah. Because a sport doesn't. Like we just read, it doesn't mean that it's it involves a ball or not. <laughs> right. That's that was another thing that somebody brought up. A ball. If and it a doesn't involve a, a ball, net. then it doesn't. Right. Yeah. Um, no, I think I think I mean it's a valid question, but if you go by the definition and and I I think that definition is is great. Yeah. If it's something you practice at to to be great at or good at, why not? Like I said. Jokingly, but we all play Golden Tee. I sucked when we started, or I started, and you guys had a little bit of a head start, but now I'm to the level where I can compete with you guys because, one, I've been shown how to play, I've practiced, I've I've put the time in to, to learn how to play and, and everything, and it's just like regular golf or when I, I played baseball growing up, it's, I mean, 95% of it is practice practicing and that's even one of the things I tell my daughter I'm like no one's good at anything she always wants to be good right I go honey when we watch football these guys are practicing six days out of the week and then they play yeah that's why they're so good because you don't get to see those six days of them practicing and working and studying to it's, get to where they are and she's like well and you know she's eight so she's starting to understand and I'm like you you have to work at whatever it is to right. be good at anything yeah you're not going to be good and it takes what, repetition and some of sure. really what started was was doing math over something because right. I push her that was one of her weaker spots and it was okay and uh, she actually met with her teacher once a week over summer and it was okay hey you're not going to be great at it this time yeah by the end of summer you're going to be very good right because you can Repetition. Yeah, I, uh, I mean, I'm dealing with that right now. Like, I, I, everything that I've played my whole life, I've been, you know, I've excelled at. It's because you're well, big, right? Yeah, that helps. A I lot. wish I was six four. Well, <laughs> learning to play volleyball, I, I've had issues hitting. Like when I'm killing or spiking, I'm putting the ball all the way out of the back of the court. Like it's not landing in the sand. Way too, there. way too, too much mustard on it. Yep, and wrong angles. Well, I got out in front of everybody, and the guy that I played with yesterday in front of everybody, it was embarrassing as shit. We practiced for like 15 minutes, and I started getting frustrated. He was like, "Look, dude, repetition. You, if you want to try and find a place where nobody is, good luck." He's like, "You're gonna have to be embarrassed in front of everybody for a while." He's like, "Fuck, this sucks." All right, um, so. Um, we've all dabbled with this the keto diet before. Uh, you know, we still kind of live that, I'm that back on eating, it. eating lifestyle. I texted you when I was in Minneapolis. Yeah. Something like, I went hardcore back on it, and I was pissing my brains out for three days. <laughs> um, one of the staples of it is is water. Um, you know, you have to have mm, a lot of water. Yeah, you have to have a lot of water. Like, bro, bro can't drink water. He can't drink water unflavored. It's weird. Do you guys think that water has a taste? Do you do you purified waters have like a slight sweetness to it? I think. Right. But I mean, every water tastes a little different. It does. Isn't that odd? So, I mean, because it depends on where it comes. Like the tap just has that tapped water taste, almost. Yeah, yeah, like a bittery, you know, and like a smart water or something has like a to me like a like a sweeter. Like a fuller taste, yeah. almost. Yeah. And then there's other like like Dasani just is just like nothing. Clean, to me. Like, yeah. Just. I mean, there's different flavors to water, I think. But. 
So I didn't really notice until I got, and I don't, to this day, I don't drink one enough water like I should. I just, I'll drink water if I'm like getting dehydrated. Like that I'll crave water. Otherwise I, I'll have to have something with something in it, you know. It's got to be sweetened, you know. I love my mo- my Monster Zero, whatever, my Diet Cokes. Right. So it was probably my late 20s when I really, truly realized the difference between tap water and filtered water. Just, like, I remember one day I got something out of tap and I'm like, oh, it does not taste as well as the water <laughs> from my refrigerator that's filtered. And then it was one of those things that, you know, just maybe I started paying attention to and I was like oh I'd rather have water from my fridge that's filtered versus tap water I read a thing I read a thing the other day that said um, was some meme that said you know this will blow your mind the taste water doesn't have a taste the taste of water is its pH level and I was like it's probably the acidity in it and the, the minerals. Well, the debris. They come, and, yeah. Like, like, tap water's going to have everything in it. It's just, it's, I, it was weird when I was thinking about it that the taste comes from all the different things that are in it. Yeah. And our bodies have to recognize that. They register that when it goes in. It's like, oh, look, that's iron. I'm going to use it this way. That's potassium. It's going over here. Like, the fuck? It was just a glass of water. Yeah. I bet like, if you put five different waters up here with like tap Dasani smart water yeah I bet you could taste the difference in almost every one of them I just thought it was kind of strange I'm serious probably pretty close to all of them yeah and I I mean if it's cold warm you know it probably brings out different flavors in it so I I have a question I'll, I'll interject real quick to that degree do you guys realize you do certain things at certain times like I caught myself doing something in Minneapolis that I do all the time and I don't know it. Probably is, shouldn't talk about that. Is I, if I see something that I find displeasing, I see somebody that shouldn't be wearing something because they're overweight or they look goofy to me or whatever the case is. I, I caught myself twice and I just I went gross. But I went <laughs> audibly said it to uh, myself. Uh, and I'm like, and both times we're at, both times we're at the airport leaving Oklahoma City and getting to Minneapolis. I was like, gross. <laughs> and I caught myself the second time in Minneapolis. I'm like, why am I saying that to myself? Yeah. But then I I thought I was saying it to my like in my head. <laughs> it came out audibly. But I was saying it out loud and then I was at I was picking up food for the team and and you know at the restaurant and someone came by and I was like gross and the person that was standing next to me heard me and then looked so I was like oh like <laughs> I just realized I started doing it like yeah thinking I'm saying it to myself but I was audibly doing it not on purpose but like do you guys have like a weird quirk that you do at some uh, so it doesn't have to be that that exact specific thing but if you guys catch yourself doing something like ooh I think I um, probably shouldn't do that or I mean that just would be bad habit I guess but like biting my nails I hate doing it but I just can't yeah you know I just it. it just happens like I, it just happens without even me thinking yeah I quit doing it I used to do it all the time I'm pretty good I, I hit my cuticles pretty hard I'm probably not very politically correct with the amount of farts I let out in public <laughs> Like, I'd I'd be like, man, I'm 15, 20 feet from somebody. Like, I don't really want to hold this in. Uh, Or if I know I'm about to, like, move, I'll fart and get out of there. I'd be like, oh, grocery store fart? Done. Well, yeah, you're on the the, the run, so (laughs) you can... It doesn't matter. If someone walks into that cloud, they walk into that cloud. Yeah. (laughs) Um, All right, so the the first question I asked were... Come back to it. See if you guys have got any answers. Do you have one? I do. Who you got? If I had to choose, so it would be someone currently, like... Yeah, it could be, yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be. 
my my choice would would if I get to keep everything that's current, but I could be essentially somebody else. We'll live the lifestyle. Would be uh, Larry Fitzgerald. The receiver from Arizona. Yeah. He seems like a good dude. What I mean, are you talking about his? Just his personality, the fact that he's played in the NFL for 42 years. <laughs> no, I just, overall, like, yeah. I think that was yeah, 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 more or less sure. a question. Just no doubt. Overall, yeah. I I find him to be just a genuine person. Yeah. Um, he does a lot outside of football um, for not just himself, but for, for a lot of other people. And um, He's just a good person yeah, like it, it seems like a good if game. anybody's out there just read on what Larry Fitzgerald does outside of football he's yeah. he's just a fantastic human being right um I mean I don't really know that I want to would want to take anybody specific you know life over but it you know my thought was just like I would just like to be able to travel more and have to not work and just a couple days a week type thing yeah. You know, be able to move around, go do things, that type of deal more than I'd want to be like a movie star and or a sports, you know, or an yeah. athlete or anything. I can I think just experience. you know, kind of be able to like work from home, go into the office two days a week, you know, and be just kind of be able to go days. to Europe for a month to do business or be with the family or you know whatever is probably more my type of. Which there's people that do that. I just can't really. One didn't pop into my head. I have a my buddy's um, brother-in-law who he actually recently passed away. He he loved traveling so much that a guy never had a degree, got into medical sales, um, rose his way to the top just as like a a shark dude. He was a killer businessman, and he he liked traveling so much that. Instead of an offer in the states, he took one in Italy, so that he could fly to Italy. He was there for ten days, came home for seven days. Next time, he'd take his wife with him. They'd travel around Italy while he was working. You know, That's making cool. making hospital calls in Italy instead of here, just so he could see the countryside. So you go to yeah Italy for a year. Now, granted, he was in his fifties when he decided to make that decision. But was a, I thought it was a cool idea. Mine is... Um, the only time it's too late is when you're dead. <laughs> Jerry Jones. Um, See, that's I the think, type of job... I mean, that's kind of the type of job... Yeah. I mean, yeah, has, think, like, yeah. I mean, dude played college football um, and then got into oil and gas. Was wealthy from his late 20s into now his yeah. 800s. Um, he's married but he's got a good relationship with his wife or he they're not oh he's not always at home cooking dinner you know I mean dude's out on yeah, the and doing stuff yeah rubbing elbows but that would be a cool lifestyle that would be fun what uh I have what was the question you wanted to have your brother ask you from the other night that was that was the one I stole oh, okay. from him so that he uh, thank you Uncle Matt could be here Thank you, Matt. I hope you're out having fun and being safe. <laughs> More importantly, he doesn't know where he is. He might be in Mexico already. You boys like Mexico? Me- mentally, <laughs> I mean mentally. I don't yeah. Know. He's so, probably laying he's, in the volleyball. He said he wanted <laughs> doing sand court angels. right now. Yeah, just. He said he wanted to get his liver prepared for Mexico. I feel like he's gonna have a hangover until Friday for show. Yeah. If he's lucky. And my, <laughs> I, my wear into Saturday. You worry about him going to um, Mexico? So next time we get together, uh, be about two weeks, week and a half, something yeah. like that. Uh, me and Maddie are taking a weekend with the girls for their birthdays down in Dallas. Should have some fun like normal. Probably be hot as shit like normal. It's going to be very hot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we get together again. Uh, Sunday after our fantasy draft, so that should be fun. My buddy from New York is finally coming down after 10 years of me living here. So he wants to uh, join the podcast if you guys want to oh, yeah. do a Sunday, sure. maybe a Sunday afternoon episode real quick and 
We can, he can he can have that bar stool we have that doesn't have a cushion on it. It's just a well, problem. he likes to sit on them upside down. That's what I'm saying. That's <laughs> just hop from leg to leg. <laughs> it might be sticky when he's done, but uh, what that week I think is actually Labor Day weekend. So we'll be off Monday anyway. Perfect. Oh yeah, I forgot we have uh, the second we have, we have normal jobs. jobs. So perfect. So then we can get together Sunday, no real issues. Yeah, we we could barbecue or something first. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. That would be a good idea. Yeah. So I also see it's my stepdaughter's birthday. So nice. Happy, happy early birthday, Emily. Yay, Emily! You so, made it. Other than that, so one. we will see you guys about a week and a half. Alrighty. Peace out. Later. See ya.